0: Welcome to Cultivating Roots Episode 204. Today we sat down with Turner Revel to discuss his experience in the green industry at Revel's Turf and Tractor. This is a bit of a lost episode for us. We recorded it in the summer of 2020, and like many things in the summer of COVID, this episode was lost but not forgotten. We hope you're enjoying the podcast. We've got a lot more on the way, and you can always contact us at the Twitter handle, CRoots Podcast, or shoot me an email at robbie.miller at cultivatingrootspodcast.org you can also listen to all of our previous episodes at www.cultivatingrootspodcast.org now on to the show <laughs> How you doing today and welcome to the show.
1: Thank you Robbie. I'm uh, doing great and i uh, very honored to be on.
0: Well we're excited to have you and we uh, you know we can't thank you enough for all that you have done for you know both our organizations and you know and, and the, the sports turf conference.
1: Well it's been it's been a pleasure and uh, it's a great uh, great group of people that uh, have similar passions to what I have, and uh so it it's a good fit for us. Turner, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? I know some of us uh have known you for a long time. Some of us may not know you. Tell us a little bit about who you are and, and some some personal information. Who's Turner Revels? I'd be happy to. Um born and raised in Harnett County, North Carolina, grew up on the back of farm just like you, Clark. <laughs> Primed to a- Worked many hours in a tobacco field. My father was both a, a farmer and a timberman, so he he'd cut timber in the mornings and afternoons, come home for lunch, and go to work in the afternoons. So you know, if, uh, when you grow up on a farm like that, work ethics become inbred, and it's uh, it's natural instinct. I attended a very small high school in uh, Harnett County. Lafayette High School at the time. It's uh, it's now an um, elementary school, but have always loved baseball, was my first love, but baseball, basketball, any sport, uh, and played baseball uh, most of my life. I was fortunate enough to uh, be able to go to Elon College at the time, now called Elon University, and uh, played four years of baseball there. You yeah, know, I guess that's where my Real love and passion for sports in general, but also the appreciation of sports turf. When I was playing baseball, we didn't have a field crew. The baseball players were the field crew. Even at Elon, that was the case. Uh, we did all the the infield work, mound work, batting box work. Uh, you know, even helped line the fields, uh, did mowing and all that. So, you know, that was me being a farm boy, Uh, growing up on a farm. You know, I just naturally leaned toward being involved in that and uh, was uh, very appreciative that our coach uh, allowed us to do those things because I think it uh, gives us a a better appreciation for sports turf. Who got to blame when there was a bad hop, Turner? (laughs) We blamed ourselves. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, we we couldn't blame the you know, the film crew that was for sure. But we also learned a lot about uh, you know how you know where you mow grass and how you prepare the infill and where you want the sliding boxes and things like that. You know, you learn a lot of little things that give you a home field advantage too. So uh, it it was good. It was uh, it was a great time. I, I remember um, <clears throat> my roommate at the time. He was he was actually being paid by the athletic department to be a special assistant to the coach on on maintaining the field. That's part of his so-called scholarship deal. And uh we were we were um one night, you know, after practice, he had he was the last one to lead the field and he had left the sprinkler running. Well, we got to play in rook and having a few beers and uh about two thirty, three o'clock in the morning, he jumps out of bed, grabs me, and says, God, we got to get to the fill. I left the irrigation going. <laughs> so you can imagine what a day like that was. Next day, we had to we had a game the next day, too. So we had to go rake and dry that fill out before game time. So, uh, you know, you learn some of the, some of the good and bad both uh, when you're doing things like that.
2: That's the old, the old human rain delay. That's
1: right. Yeah, I think
2: Bull world. Yeah. So Turner, were you a were you a fighting Christian when you were at Elon? I absolutely was. Yep. All right. My, my wife played soccer at Elon, so. She, oh, really? Okay. She has the she has the honor of calling herself a fighting Christian and a Phoenix because they went yes. through, they went through the changeover when she was there. So uh, yeah. So that's yeah, great. She was, she was there during the transition. That's right. That's right.
1: So, yeah. But, I mean, it's a great school. Of course, when I was there, it was much smaller uh, school. I probably couldn't get in now, but <laughs> yeah.
2: And they, it's a beautiful campus and they, their athletic facilities are, are, are beautiful as well. They've, they've done quite a, quite a, um, quite a level of improvement over the past, past decade or so down there. So yep.
1: they, yeah, they, and they have, and it's a, uh, it's a great, great spot. So, you know, um, uh, I, I finished my four years at Elon and, uh, Uh, the story, the, the reality is I finished my last class on one day, um, got all my stuff packed up, came home. And the next day I started working here at Revels Tractor Company. So, um, I, I, I had a short transition (laughs) from, uh, from college to, uh, everyday life and working. Um, but that was in 1974 and, uh, I've been here ever since. So. my father started our business in 1961, and it began as a chainsaw and lawnmower sales and repair service. So we were a home dealer and then sold some lawnmowers and took on other lines. And then finally, uh, after a year or two doing that, he, he started taking on farm equipment, mainly tobacco equipment and tractors, started off with a couple of lines. David Brown and then Case, which were, you know, uh, not the top brand lines, but but they were good. It was good equipment. And then uh, became a John Deere dealer in the fall of 1969 and uh, have been a John Deere dealer ever since. And, you know, it was, uh, we moved to the location we're at here in Fuquay now, which is our home base. We moved to that, to this location in 1969 uh it was had been a potato sweet potato curing house and and processing house that's how it was built in the fifties and then uh, uh, we came in and made changes to it and uh started operating out of it and then of course, we've added on to the building several times since then so um we've got a much bigger facility now than we had in uh, nineteen sixty nine but uh uh it it has served us well and uh, done well for us. But yeah, I came in in, in 74 and um, got very involved in the business and, you know, started off mainly doing administrative type work, but uh, I guess from my, just my personality and my drive, I just wanted to get into sales. So quickly moved into the sales side and, you know, had a uh, a very progressive uh, time Starting off with uh, tobacco products and tractors and things like that, but early on I was um, really more intrigued with the turf side, and that was before really commercial turf was was really very big. I mean, most guys mowing lawns and uh, commercial lawns back then were using lawnmowers, and John Deere had a great line of lawnmowers, and we sold some others, uh, Yazoo and snapper and uh, some other lines like that during that time so um you know it's um uh, i've been very blessed very very fortunate to be in the right place and and to have a a great family and a, a great family business that uh we could we could grow and do some things so uh you know uh I, i'm i'm really thrilled uh and happy with how things have progressed over the years, but I think it was uh, the nineteen. I actually started getting into the turf side of the business in night uh, in the early eighties. Um, it took on some specialty lines for turf then, and then um, as things progressed, John Deere decided to begin a uh, uh, a golf and sports turf, they called it golf and turf at the time, line of specialty products. And that was in 1986. And we were selected as one of the original dealers the North America for John Deere golf and uh, turf equipment. And uh, we're at, there's three of us left, three dealerships left in North America that were in that first group of dealers in 1986.
0: As you have seen the, uh, the equipment industry evolve over the years, is there one piece of equipment that has really stood out to you that's been the most impactful?
1: I mean, there's a lot of pieces. When uh, the, the lightweight or smaller fairway mowers, uh, when they first came out in the 80s, and that's when John Deere was first getting into business, and the first fairway mowers that John Deere had were the bigger units that was more, uh, everyone was more used to. They weren't ground drive, though. But the hydraulic-driven the hydraulic uh, fairway mowers has probably changed that sector in the business more than anything else from that standpoint. I mean, there, there's a lot of great pieces and a lot of, a lot of equipment that has, has uh, done well and has helped change the industry. I, the rough-cut rotary mowers that mow at lower heights and with the smaller decks, that's probably the other piece that's changed the the business as much as anything too. So that would be the two pieces I think, and then you know it's
2: probably done as much for the industry since I've been in it. I gotta say I'm partial to the twelve hundred A as a baseball man. Well, you know I, it's the simplest piece of equipment, but it is, uh, boy, it's it's a game changer. No, it, it is,
1: it is, and and you know the twelve hundred A when. Um, when it first came out, it, it I fell in love with it because a, a baseball player and knowing uh, how critical it is to have the infield smooth and have it conditioned right, and so uh, we were in fact probably you know our claim to fame. And John Deere on the sports turf side is the fact that we adopted the twelve hundred a and we spent as much time probably early on promoting that unit for baseball and softball fields as we did to the golf courses and and I think that's really what got us into the sports turf business was the twelve hundred a and then from that everything else evolved but you're exactly right twelve hundred a uh and 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 to see that machine today, it's basically the same design. It had, you know, there's been some upgrades. It's improved, of course. It's quicker and and those things, but it's still the same design. So that was uh, that's the machine that's going to stand the test of time, and has done It's bulletproof. Yeah, yeah. It is a bulletproof uh, the design. <laughs> you can put anybody on it, and they can't hardly yeah. tear it up, which is. To me, if you got a machine that you can say that about, that's that's up there as it's, it's, it's a big a yeah. compliment as you can yeah. get it. Yeah,
0: I think we we learned a couple of weeks ago you can fill it with diesel as often as you want and and it can it can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is not a diesel piece of equipment for anyone who uh doesn't know. No, no, it it, it's gas.
1: <laughs> uh, but it is a great machine, and you're right. And 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 that machine probably for um uh, applying a uh, golf piece to the sports turf industry, that, that's probably been the leading machine that, that made that transition. Like I said, we started off early on doing it, going to sports fields. And Fuquay, here where we're home-based at, it's a big baseball town, and we used to host a lot of tournaments. And when that machine first came out, I would always, when we had tournaments, we'd always have that machine there to because you could do the infield so quick in between games. So every game had a fresh infield and uh the people coming to play loved it. So that, that was a good test for it. So Turner, you talked about about the company and and the evolution of the company and kind of where you guys have come from. What do y'all currently provide? What kind of services uh, do you provide the the sports turf manager or or I guess the anybody. What do you, what exactly do y'all do? Yeah, so uh, one thing that happened um, during the, the years that I've been here in 19, oh, well, actually in 2005, 6, 7 period, I worked with a group of dealers uh, here in North Carolina, and we formed a new company called Quality Equipment Company. And and when we did that, you know, I had the golf and sports turf business in with my ag and and homeowner business, a residential business. So when we formed quality, I kept the golf and sports turf business separate and then merged everything else in with quality. So um, so that that give me and us, uh, our company here that remains today, an opportunity to focus on golf courses and sports turf and fine turf applications. So that was in 2007, uh, November 1st, 2007, is when we actually formed Quality and started that company. And so since that time uh, period, I think Revels Turf and Tractor has become uh, a full line turf maintenance equipment for specialty turf. We've been able to add products uh, other than John Deere, but of course John Deere has developed products as well. So I think that's the first thing: is is we are a Full line turf equipment house for turf maintenance. Then second would be um, our uh, qual our high quality of used equipment. With the with the golf course leasing programs becoming so popular, we developed a lot of used uh, fine turf equipment, and so we developed a reconditioning process back in the early two thousand period. And we've just we continue to work on uh, upgrading that, refining that and, and, and be better with it. Uh, and so we've, we've, um, developed a really full product line of high quality used equipment and, you know, for school, high schools and some colleges and universities, that product has, has been accepted and used, uh, at a, at a very high level. And we've 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 built our sports turf business off of that, to be honest with you. That's where we really started getting the the volumes we needed to to dedicate people to it. And then the other thing I think we we try to do ver- as as well as we can, we have a mobile tech staff. Uh we've got about nine, ten mobile techs now in the company. You know, so we we can repair most all equipment and maintain equipment in the field without having to bring it into the shop. And then on top of that, our annual maintenance agreement programs, we've really developed that program. I think we're now somewhere between a 100 125 uh, annual maintenance agreements that we have. And, you know, most of them are high schools, colleges, and, and a few golf courses where we do basically all the maintenance on their product. So I think that's probably the the things that we do and have done that I, I think have put us in the position we are today. What's what's your territory now, uh, Turner? I know y'all have, have have I think recently kind of expanded that, but let us know exactly wh- what what areas are you guys in? Yep. So make it real simple. You know where Edisto Beach is, south of Charleston. Edisto Beach to Cleveland, Ohio. How's that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: i'll be going to cleveland in uh two weeks are you really yeah Yeah. my my wife is from cleveland yeah we we got we're covering cleveland
1: and pittsburgh both so both of those are big sports towns as y'all know and um and we're very excited about the opportunity to work work with the the different organizations there in cleveland and pittsburgh we just took the uh Pittsburgh, western Pennsylvania, and northeastern Ohio market on uh, a year ago this month. So it's been about a year now that we've been there. And, of course, this environment we're in now with the coronavirus has sort of dampened that a little bit as far as us being able to do the things we wanted to do. But we've made, we've, we, we've made some good headway and uh, got some great people there, and, and we, we feel real good about that. But you know, North and South Carolina has been my our mainstay, and then we added Virginia and then West Virginia. About what's that? Seven states now that we're that we're in and covering, and you know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of sports turf there, a lot, and we're just trying to expand and grow that. We see the sports turf industry as being a real growth opportunity for us, and I, I think I think what you guys are doing with the sports turf. Managers Association, we just got to continue educating people and training them uh, on the on the specialties that that can be done on sports turf to make fields better, make them more playable, make them safer, and and of course it's going to have a aesthetic appeal as well. So I, I commend you for that work, and that's one reason we want to support the association as much as we can. Uh, we, we're really big on supporting sports turf because in my opinion, it, it, uh, it is needed. There is a huge, huge opportunity there to grow uh sports turf manager association and, and the sports turf industry in general. And uh, we have a real keen interest in that.
2: How much does that keep you on the road, Turner? All those acquisitions and traveling that much. I mean, are you, are you traveling quite a bit for yeah. obviously coronavirus oh, has yeah. kind of probably yeah. shut some of that down, but. I'm I'm
1: averaging about 30 uh 30 to 35,000 miles driving a year myself. And and before the coronavirus, uh I was I was traveling, you know, quite a bit uh outside, you know, but it, it it's um yeah, I'm I'm probably out without uh, in a normal time, I'm probably out 5 6 nights a week uh a month. Uh, on the road of course, we have, you know, we, we have a lot of great people too. So, uh, you know, it, it's, it's not all on me. we got a great staff. All that travels, what keeps you young, right? Yeah, I guess <laughs> it is for right now. That's right. Uh, yeah. T- Turner specifically into Carolinas. What, what, where's the, your line kind of drawn with, I know the Carolinas is kind of split between you guys and I think Greenville turf and tractor worse. Where's, where's that right. line? Yeah. You know, if you if you if you look at uh, Charlotte and Asheville, and and the, and the Southern Mountains of North Carolina, Greenville covers that, and then Greenville slides down to Columbia from Charlotte, and then down to Hilton Head. So we we go down to Edisto Beach, which is south of Charleston. So the remainder of North South Carolina, we cover, and then they cover the other part. So it's. Charlotte Nashville um go or is in their coverage as well as Columbia, Greenville, and Spartanburg. And that's and those those territories yeah. are are they are they kind of put into place by John Deere Corporate? They they assign yes. that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. John Deere, and which is a smart thing, is it's the right thing to do for this business because you gotta have some exclusivity if you really want to promote it and and be able to stay in the business. So, yeah, they set the the AORs are are controlled by them. And and so it was established. And, you know, you you can do some swapping and sharing and buying. It's just like what I did in uh, Ohio and Pennsylvania. I I actually purchased that AOR from another John Deere dealer. So you you still have that going on. And Greenville's done some of the same, too. So uh, I think the uh this business and the golf business is going to you know the same way a lot of other businesses are uh you consolidate the the good dealers who understand the business and uh and allow them to grow and and then the ones who aren't into it as much look to exit it. So that's pretty much what's going on there. Well that's awesome. I gotta ask you, that I didn't realize that the business started in a tater house. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so 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 is that the is that original Sweet potato house still there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Still, okay. Still still got the uh, vent on top of the roof where all the where the, where the air vented out, you know, but we've covered it up, you know, so you don't really notice it, but yeah, the, uh, the sweet potato house is still part of the structure. We just sort of upgraded it and built around it. Uh, I, I never knew that. Yeah. And so I, yeah. I learn something new all the time yeah. so that's the, that's awesome. I know you have seen that whole area. I mean, you guys are right there in a spot that used to be just total agriculture and now you 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 guys have seen and grown with the with the area as far as how the urban did, did that did that play a role in the company you talked about kind of moving uh into more the golf the the sports turf and and uh, and grounds, the turf grass side of things. That was that kind of come along at a good time when maybe, well, the local area was getting away from from agriculture. That economy was coming less and less agronomic. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, I did a survey in 1978, and within 25, 30 miles of the store, there were 350 farms, small farms, individual farms. Today, in that same that same diameter, there's less than 30 farms. So, you know, you can see that that trend started in, uh, in the early 80s and it's not slowed down any. You know, Wake County now is over a million, million two in population is still going. You know, you got crazy things going like Holly Springs is over 50,000, that type of thing. So, yes. And, and so, um, as we, as I saw that changing, plus the pressure has been put on tobacco, you know, we started looking for other, other avenues and, uh, here again, my, my love and affection for sports and sports turf, uh, just led us that way. And, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very thankful that we were able to get in it at the right time and, uh, and bring the products on that we've got. But, yes, the, the urban sprawl or whatever you want to call it had a lot to do with us changing our business model.
0: Well, we want to thank you for your time today, Turner, and definitely want to thank you for you know, all you've done for you know, our organizations and everything that you continue to do. We, we definitely could not do it without your support. So thank you for uh, joining us today.
1: Yes, sir, absolutely. And, you know, I, I just i am I'm very proud to be associated with Sports Turf Managers and whatever we can do to promote uh, sports turf managers and 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 what y'all do, uh, I think it's it's um, it's critical to the future. And I'm I'm just real excited about the opportunities in the future.
2: Thank you, Turner.
1: Yes, sir. Good seeing you guys. Thanks, Thanks. Good Turner, seeing thank you. you.
2: Thank you. Thanks. Take care.